0: Hello, and we are back for a Nerds... What are we calling this? Ramble on. Ramble, ramble on. A ramble. Nerds ramble on. It's going to be a bit of a nostalgic one, I think, this time. It's sort of looking back. We've been nerds for... About us. Oh, this is us. going to be about us. Right. I was thinking it's 25 years since... Next year, it's 25 years since Superman was brought back to life in the comics. The Doomsday, Yep. Yeah. And that's when I got into comics, when Superman came back. So 1993. 93, 92, 94. What was it? 93. Should we die? 25 years. Yeah, he died in 92. Was brought back in 93. Yeah, so. Yeah. so yeah. So I've been a regular comic player for 25 years, mm-hmm. which makes me feel fucking old.
1: Because <laughs> you are.
0: But and I mean, even before comics, I think. We've always been nerdy about things, be it Red Dwarf or...
1: Yeah, well, okay, let's start here then. I've got written down here the definition of a a geek slash
0: nerd, and what is the difference? I think it's changed because... It really has. I always... Nerd used to be an insult. Nerd used to be an insult, but geek always used to be techie people. Yeah. People that were into computers, building things, kind of your nerdy scientist. A nerd was somebody who like... We played big, games or with, was into comics or that sort of big, thing.
1: With big black rim glasses. And
0: yeah, and uh, my glasses at the, in the nineties were a lot worse. Yeah. They were like big, forty-year-old police officer in a ITV cop show kind of. <laughs> in the bell. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was it. And then you know, dork was the ultimate insult oh
1: dork I didn't even thought of dork
0: dork was a that, wasn't a, that
1: was no. more of a kind of sad individual kind of thing. yeah that was a
0: you know oh, two strapped rucksack yeah dork See, I, dirty longish coat and your trousers never met your shoes
1: is, I was often at school we went to school together and often at school I was that's of, where I know you from oh yeah that's it shit you had really big glasses in those days didn't I you? did yeah I looked like a cop from the bill <laughs> from the bill yeah um, but it's like you know that Nerd and geek I, I, They was bounded around As an insult But it I wasn't I never really got it I was like so what You know Because I mean well, The worst it was thing it was
0: like they meet, call you a boffin It's like well, yeah, You it's know like, what a boffin yeah, is Yeah
1: boffin It's what We I got to like Event stuff It's really cool
0: <laughs> You know But it's just like
1: You know So a nerd and a geek Is when I suppose You're Outwardly passionate About something Is that it Yeah because it could be anything. I mean, it
0: unless it's, sport.
1: Oh, and yeah. unless it's oh, sport. oh, unless it's sport. Oh, yeah. Can't absolutely. be a nerd
0: or a geek for sport, Very or like, you know, well, you or you could cars, anyway. or anything like that. Even though you could obsessively pour over a team or a football, a sports team, or a car or something. Oh, infinitely cool, more yeah. than you could. But you know, because there was a perception of cool that went with those. Yeah. So, so if you there's going to be people that are like seventeen or nineteen listening to this, be kind of like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Nerd to god. Yeah. But no, it's
1: like if you. So basically, I suppose if you were interested, passionately interested in something that other people didn't see, didn't deem cool enough, is that it?
0: Yeah. I suppose that's it. a fringe sort of stuff, wasn't it? Back in the day. Comics, sort of the early 90s and that, comics weren't a big deal. Mm, at you all. had the Batman film, but it didn't really drive people to comics the way that some yeah. of the films do now. Yeah. You didn't, you had the merchandise. I mean, the Batman film, a fine example is that people were getting the bats in more like cut into the back of their heads and it wasn't a nerdy thing. deliberately, or they were sort going around. Well, you remember everybody unshaved and Yeah, <laughs> they were to Nike ticks as well. Trade so. trunks. Oh, train tracks. Yeah, the step.
1: Oh, karaoke. Yeah, well about step.
0: But <laughs> welcome to the hair podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we get nostalgic about nineties hairdos. <laughs> but yeah, it's sort of, it wasn't the thing it is now. I mean, you can't sort of move for hit in a comic book movie now. No, absolutely, and they're all
1: the rage, and now they and good. they're
0: good. Yeah, they're good. I mean, gone are the days of Batman and Robin and the Phantom and.
1: Like
0: late nineties. Yeah, late nineties. Well, yeah, sort of ninety-seven onwards. There was a slump, and then Blade and X-Men sort of pulled it all back for us. Mm. But um, and then it sort of hit another slump again in the early two thousands with Daredevil, and which I these were all films I quite enjoy for for different reasons. But I'm not shitting on any. I quite like the Phantom for what it is. Spawn. Spawn. Spawn's horrible. <laughs> Have you watched Spawn recently? No, I've watched it twice. the special effects are dreadful it kind of like a PS2 game would have gone the fuck is this (laughs) shit? go back and put some effort into it
1: I remember because I was really into sport comics in those days
0: you were Um, you were you you had that goth thing going on didn't you yeah (laughs) it was just before you discovered the crow I think
1: (laughs) absolutely but yeah it was even I really wanted to like it it's like when Robocop uh,
0: I remember how excited we were be named.
1: yeah Came out exactly. I, so, I couldn't wait. I'm sure I went to a really late show and had it, and I just. It was, it was I think you did. Thinking. I
0: think I. I can't remember if I saw it before. You went with Wiggy, I think. Hmm. If memory serves, because I remember sitting in Cafe Rennie talking to you about it, because we were edgy seventeen-year-olds. We sat in a pub. Absolutely. But we were eighteen. Don't take their license. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't say we were drinking. But yeah, um,
1: but it was a bit. I mean, the thing that got me. It's supposed to it be a bit like. Oh, we didn't mention Judge Dredd
0: either. Well, that was because nobody mentions Judge Dredd.
1: But it was like we you know in the comic books, he's Judge Dredd. Is, he never takes his helmet off, and it was the same kind of thing with Spawn.
0: Judge in. Dredd's one of those films that it's a perfectly tolerable sort. Stallone movie. It's a shit awful Judge Dredd movie, mm. and that's the problem with it. But.
1: Uh, yeah, I thought Ramstein was good. Not Ramstein, shit me. What's his name? Not Ramstein.
0: Oh my god. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. You've sort the of gone robot. into. The robot? Yeah, who's yeah, Ramstein? Metalhead. No, metalhead? No, the, the big. I can't the remember. The ABC
1: warrior. Yeah. I've got Craig at the moment <laughs> he's screaming at, the, at the, this castle area.
0: Oh, that's why you said to deliberately do this. Yeah. <laughs> So Craig gets pulled over for road rage in his own car at himself. This is where I get a text message from him when he listens to this. I'll know, it's
1: fucking it is. I'm deliberately not going to look up, I'm going to leave it as it is. I'm deliberately not going to Google it.
0: I can put in a dub thing over afterwards like ABC Warriors (laughs) actually if if we record Craig saying it (laughs) we should do it with director's commentary or you know kind of like Craig's commentary we'll put the original edit out and then we'll put in a Craig edit where it's just him saying the correct thing (laughs) for fuck's sake it's different when you've got a microphone in front of you Craig shut up your mind goes blank (laughs) I can't remember what I'm doing here under the pressure of this microphone in front of me but yeah anyway it, the whole thing sort of changed, and I never really noticed the change. It sort of must have been around Iron Man. No, it absolutely was.
1: It, to me, it was the pop- popularity of the, the, the comic movies, it was Iron Man, it was the Marvel movies. Yeah. 100%. You know, I mean, was, I mean that's when you still sort start getting the, the kind of the rogue um, comic cons as well. Yeah. You know, the Maltrans, the, Maltryms, the um, Devil ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the the, the, the independently the, set up absolutely because it got popular then you started getting all these comic book shops because like, we
0: had comic cons because I remember going to one with you 97 might have been the first one that was the my first ever one
1: absolutely and I remember that so clearly and I remember well. queuing
0: up with you because I remember I had a copy of Empire Magazine and we were queuing for ages and just going through it because I had a thing about action figures and how much they look like the film character they're supposed to represent yeah. So we were looking at that and I'm going to giggle. I'm pretty sure that was a Saturday and that's we were afterwards. Yeah, it might have been. Good. So I
1: started work at one o'clock.
0: But even then it wasn't a lot of comics. It was a lot of... There were Star Wars people and there, there weren't there?
1: guys who used to sell um, uh, bootleg DVD as video
0: VHS's Did, do you remember that he Yeah. record the VHS's under the thing and used to have a list I think he's <laughs> them hidden under the thing a lot of the time there's certainly one of the Bristol ones yeah guy. oh no no I'm wrong it was another Gloucester Leisure Centre one because we went with a guy I worked with called Johnny Stone because I remember he bought a pirate copy of the Hulk movie that had just come out at the yeah it was on the
1: co- I remember it was on the corner that was yeah. a new um, Leisure Centre yeah that's had right Have we done it because so, that was when I was laughing at the. Uh, I remember there was a really funny Superman comic that I nearly bought because the front cover was hilarious. It was one of those brilliant nineteen sixties kind of Superman with a big bubble. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know about such
0: and that such, Do you know what I mean? The, the really bad those covers that tell a story of the issue and then you open the issue. They don't actually have yeah, that in it at that's all. Exactly it. Yeah, it's that whole misleading DC used to be kings of the misleading, clickbait. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> cover bait. <laughs> cover bait. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so, I mean... All right, let's 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 go with comic shops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really know anything about comic shops until the early 90s. Mm. And we were lucky in Gloucester. We actually had two.
1: Were they at the same time?
0: Yes, there was an overlap. There was an overlap.
1: Because um, we had the famous... Had
0: the Hobbit Hole, Hobbit which Hole. was my first comic shop. Yeah. And Demon Comics. Yeah. Which, the Hobbit Hole was a small little shop... Very, so it was near the docks and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, very dark. Because that was the thing with comic shops then; it was mostly blacked-out windows. It, yeah, it was. There was like nothing a, really that told you. They gave you your comic books in a little brown and marked paper bag. It so was.
1: You'd like taken a porno mag to tuck, tuck them into, and yeah, absolutely. And there was a dialect. Because you walked in, there was a dialect by the door. That's right. Yeah. It used to go. I remember mean, because you had like the main shop, and then you
0: had the back back shop. Well, you, it was weird. You had like a hallway going into it, and then you had another little bit where the counter was, and there was a step up to where the back issues were. Yeah but it was tiny it was like the size of this room pretty much and then you had another little room at the back where you had like t-shirts and the graphic novels and all that sort of thing and it it was weird the first time I went in there it was like a fantastic experience (laughs) because I was on holiday when I read that Superman was coming back and they had the picture of the front cover of Superman number 82 where he came back the foil cover Mm. I was like I have to get that as soon as we get back I have to go to town to get that and I was like I'm sure somebody told me there's a comic shop in town Mm. and that's when I sort of ventured down there and braved it and went yeah, in and I, was, th- I was shitting myself about going into it because yeah. it was just a whole new world it's one of those weird things like, where you're at school I
1: mean with me as well like, people would say oh there's a comic shop and it was such a big thing you were so excited to go, you know, or go into this comic shop and because everyone's talking about it you know
0: yeah yeah, I used to, like I say, that was sort of a dark shop, and then Demon Comics was a bit more, because it was a little bit further out of town. It was a bit
1: more out of town, it was much bigger, much more. The
0: big windows, yeah. natural light in there. I used you had to the big rat in the middle, didn't you? I think rats. they only went in there once or twice. I used to go in there a lot, because so my brother's sister, who would have been my stepsister, I suppose, her boyfriend was one of the guys who worked in there. So we used to go in there, I sold a load of my old toys there, which I deeply, deeply regret now. But I sold a load of those in there and I used to buy comics from there I got some great old back issues from there um, old VHS tapes mm. but they used to sell those that's where I bought the entire Nightmare on Elm Street series on VHS really from there and it was in the days where second hand VHS always smelled of fags
1: <laughs>
0: like ingrained into it but that was a very different experience to the Hobbit hole but like I said the Hobbit hole was my first mm and I sort of I did that thing as a kid where I ordered a lot of comics and then realised afterwards I couldn't actually afford all these comics so I kind of had to stop going there for a little while yeah. I don't think he'd actually ordered them for me I think he'd sussed that I wasn't going to buy these comics so but yeah and I bought Superman 82 and then I just started buying back issues that's where all my pocket money went like my dad would give me money for clothes and I'd come back with comics <laughs> sounds <laughs> like you yeah <laughs>
1: I remember there being I a, have two kids now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there being a model kit in uh, Hobbit Hall, and I used to lust after it. And it was, yeah, to, a, believe it, like to a 209, Sure enough. Um, but I really wanted it. It was a lot of money. It was like 25, 30 quid,
0: and I really wanted Which it. Which would be about 80, 90 quid now, yeah, at least.
1: <laughs> absolutely. But my mum was like, oh, no, you won't make it. You'll make it and it look rubbish, you know. Good up up. Uh, yeah, Parents believing
0: in their kids yeah. since 1993. I'm pretty sure there was
1: an 209 209. Acta 1 in there as
0: well. Model kit. Yeah, I've always shit with model kits. Eh? Mm. I have two James Bond ones that I've never built because I know my limitations. <laughs> but um, but no, but now comic shops. Uh, weirdly, not a lot of. There was a period where comic shops, and certainly like Forbidden Planets, the comics are very far back. Mm. I've not been in a Forbidden time for a while. They might have brought them a bit more forward again, but it's all
1: about the comics. You tend
0: to go in and it's the merchandise, the toys, the statues, a lot of
1: graphic novels, and they will order because they've got you know, they will order your comics for you. Yeah, they've got a very small kind of maybe one rack full of the
0: re-releases. Yeah, and you don't really get back issue mm. bins anymore because eBay's pretty much killed that. Yeah, Cause if you want Superman eighty three, rather than just you know taking a chance of finding it in the. Long boxes in a comic shop. You'll just go on eBay and get it straight away. Yeah, which killed it for me a little bit because I mean I've said lots of different places that for me it's the closest we ever got to being Indiana Jones. <laughs> just having a list and going through a long box, hoping to find those key issues that. And for me, because it's a lot of '90s stuff for me, it's they're not expensive. But, so you
1: just take a bag of sand.
0: Yeah, yeah, it feels when you want yep, so. getting the weight right and swapping it over quickly is another thing rubbed my thirteen year old bum fluff that I had on my <laughs> yeah. chin. Then you know, sort of after the guy came after me and <laughs> the big fat comic was yeah.
1: gotta roll down the <laughs> stairs.
0: Apparently I'd forgot to pay. It was <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that sort of changed and comic Comic have changed as well. I mean for the better.
1: I think for the better
0: I think for the better in some ways mm. I think the problem you have got is that the term Comic Con but then I've sort of got this rose-tinted view of Comic Cons of old and they still had TV actors there they still had all the stuff you find at the leisure centre sort of cons. Mm. it's just there seemed to be more comics there as well but then there wasn't a big small press scene in that no, so Time. there was no. Was there such a thing? as a small press in those days. Well, there was. You had things like Tozer and comics like that. There were <sighs> Tozer, yeah. Variety. There were like smaller comic things like that. But it was certainly not on mm. the scale that it is now. And and you didn't have cons of the size of like MCM and that.
1: Mm.
0: Cons were very much. I mean, the Bristol one was in the.
1: Next to the shed,
0: carriage shed thing, which is, is now
1: the science museum, I think. Is that correct?
0: Possibly, I'm not sure. It's been a long time since it's I've been. Basically, there. next
1: to the train station, on the on the court. Yeah, but I'm sure it's the science museum now. You don't really.
0: I always have a nostalgic look at Comic Cons. That's based more on the Comic Cons I never went to, mm. which is the ones that it was just like 13 tables in the basement of a hotel selling. Selling and trading old comics, and maybe get somebody from DC. Or well, certainly, that's the way it was in America, and then that's how San Diego Comic Con started.
1: There used to be a was it? No, it might have been a music fair actually, Up downstairs in the fountain in Gloucester at some point.
0: I think that was a music. Was film. music. Yeah. But so yeah, I think there's two kinds of cons now. There's what. I call the bedroom con well actually no there's three guys there's the bedroom cons which is people like us that we do it in our free time we have day jobs our entire profession isn't I mean, it is sort of just working on it at night mm. once you've got everything else once real life's done you can start on dealing with this yeah love
1: comes first
0: bit like no, a, not, you're,
1: not making easy, you're not making money out of
0: it no that's it It's you do it for the love and you know yeah. people's enjoyment of it then you've got the big ones like your MCMs, your Showmasters, that the the franchises. In, yeah. are they
1: franchises. No, they're not. They are. They're chains, aren't they? Yeah,
0: it's their entire existence is to do these events.
1: Yeah,
0: and some for better, some for worse. But they put on the massive events. They get the big guests in. Um, they fill huge arenas, kind mm. of thing. Like the NEC in Birmingham, they fill that for. Although there's a lot of big gaps at the London one, apparently, for MCM, but that's a different thing. Um, and then you've got the cash grab ones, that are the ones that sort of pop up at a leisure centre, charge you about £100 for a table, usually charge seven, 5 to 7 quid on the door, and tend to have your TV people, your Orco, Doctor Who, your Orcos. <laughs> yeah, just have some shitty prop that doesn't do anything, it's just a stuffed toy, and announce it as a guest. But no, they have your they tend to have TV celebrity people there and no comic guests, but yeah. call themselves a comic con, which comes from San Diego because it's San Diego Comic Con. But all the news that comes out of San Diego Comic Con is movies, TV series, yeah. games, and occasionally somebody will announce something for a comic. And that's kind of the culture. I, I personally have no problem with those shows. I just don't feel they should call themselves comic cons. I'm amazed nobody's sort of taking like a class action suit for a misrepresentation. Yeah. Uh, and then But you, then you do get your proper Comic-Con events, which ironically don't tend to call themselves Comic-Cons, because they know that the association of Comic-Con is that it's going to be film and TV people.
1: Yeah, so they call
0: themselves Comic-Festivals. Comic-Festivals or Comic-Expos, that sort of thing. Um, which I suppose the whole culture's changed. There's more now. Do you think it's better that there's more there's more movies there's entire TV channels filled with cartoons
1: basically no I absolutely absolutely think think it's a good thing there's more but was part of the the whole uh, comic comic book nerd culture that we originally got into the fact that was part of the not the joy, joy of it the fact that it was quite low stream and not a lot of people it was, it, it, it was a wasn't fringe a thing, thing it was a fringe thing so now that it's no longer a fringe thing does
0: that make it still desirable for people I don't know I think it because we're from a different period it's easy to sort of look back on it in a grumpy old man kind of way mm. um, the way that I'm sure the generation of comic book fans before us sort of look at us kind of like you kids with your fucking infinite crisis reboot reboot thing mm. and now we look at it it's like you kids with your fucking new 52 rebirth shit mm. this is what Superman is not this <laughs> but um, it was though it was different sort of looking back there was a lot more than you remember because you had the Tim Burton Batman movies the Chris Reeve Superman films Mm. you had Lois and Clark on TV you had the Superboy TV series I don't remember that you had all that you had the radio stuff the Superman Batman on the radio which is something I discovered through the Hobbit hole Yeah. so I went in there one day and they were listening to the Saturday repeat debating whether they'd actually got Bill Clinton in to do the voice Bill Clinton at Superman's funeral and I was like what is that Superman on the radio that's amazing and I sort of went home and tried to find a TV mag with radio listings in it
1: <laughs> you didn't Google it <laughs> so
0: what is this Google you speak of um, yeah and then sort of trying to find which radio station it was on and when and recording it and that sort of started my lifelong love affair with those so have they got Bill Clinton coming to do it yeah uh, of course they have <laughs> but but yeah it's and comics were harder to get. Hmm. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Because you couldn't just walk into WH Smith. Although some of them are think, Some WH Smith. I think the first comic I got
0: that I don't. There are two kinds of comics. There's the first comic you bought and the first comic you bought that started you collecting.
1: Steers and Queers, what do you
0: mean? <laughs> So I remember buying a Batman one from WH Smith in Gloucester, which right. was the proper American one. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Because so, I know that some shops used to put a black line. Through the price on the front of it so that they could charge <laughs> mm. and then put a sticker price on it.
1: Because I know, I, I, I mean, you could, w. Smith, you could get Marvel UK stuff in there sometimes.
0: Marvel UK, I mean, that, I think that was pretty much our entire generation's first exposure to comics, whether yeah. they realise it or not. Real Ghostbusters, Transformers, Action Force. Ninja Turtles? Don't think, no, Ninja Turtles might have been. Dark Horse? No, I think that was Archie Comics. I think. Was it? Certainly Archie Comics in America. I can't remember whether there was an Archie Comics mm. division here but yeah um, the Marvel UK stuff is, and just reprints of Marvel Comics from Marvel UK
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's easy to forget and pretty much anything that was a cartoon had a Marvel comic yeah Transformers
1: and so yeah, absolutely
0: but yeah so and then there's that and then you sort of discover the American ones and you start throwing all your Marvel UK ones away and then nostalgically wish you kept them is
1: that, that you're a bit bitter there or was <laughs> a bit of
0: bitterness coming out no I think you know uh I often describe eBay as porn for the nostalgic you <laughs> kind of go back and you can look up all the stuff you used to have come, was there ever a toy series called the Food Fighters and then you look at it up and it's like yes the oh, fucking what
1: bloody words there was an egg egg cup um, it an was egg, egg box,
0: box, box was a, a tank, band, a tank yeah. yeah I had that
1: anyway this was last week so yeah. this is last week <laughs> so let's get into some, yeah let's not get into
0: that but yeah um, but now I think it's I think it's changed for the better in some ways I think I went through a brief period where I was kind of like what the fuck are you doing wearing a Superman t-shirt girl mm. <laughs> <laughs> or boy it's like you can only buy this t-shirt if you can tell me Superman's home planet, the name of his birth parents <laughs> okay. and the newspaper he writes for <laughs> and then you know all people proudly declaring themselves as geeks I'm like, okay well show me the bruises But <laughs> <laughs> our word we're taking it back that was a crap Tom Cruise impression yeah show me the bruises <laughs> oh dear right okay okay Yes. tom Cruise no <laughs> that's Tom Cruise changed <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay so geeks of course being a geek doesn't just even in those days really it was it was not just meaning that you intend to do comics they were ever kind of if you were, again it anything
0: sci-fi as well,
1: well even though basically is again it's to do with if you're passionate about a certain thing, then you could be called a, a geek on that particular subject.
0: Because I remember at school you weren't so much into the comics at school because it was I was a bit very of a much sci-fi stuff for you, so it was Red Dwarf, alien movies, Robocop I think, RoboCop. I can't think why RoboCop. Was
1: Terminator, too. anything like that.
0: Predator it's not yeah, of those Predator, forbidden yeah. films <laughs> you know you felt a little bit naughty watching them because you know they were 18
1: I was really into the Nightmare on Elm Street movies as well at that point and the Halloween movies
0: but they said something on it might have been the autumn podcast where they were like how much more grown up stuff felt when you were a kid
1: yeah
0: because you like look at, back at Predator now and it's like, or Alien and you're like that was a terrifying movie when I was a kid mm. it was creepy and dark and you watch it back now and you just kind of mm, this is kind of you know, I I'd have no problem with a 12 year old watching this.
1: <laughs> but, however, there goes the other way as well because there are still some bits in some of the movies that I still deem. Maybe it's because I've got that kind of that childhood kind of. Um, maybe it's slightly disturbed me a little bit. But I can still watch it and think, actually, that is really creepy. Yeah.
0: Well, it goes the other way. There's things you watch that were given to you that were acceptable when you were a kid. Like yeah. the Goonies or something mm-hmm. you watch back now and you kind of. That seems a little bit.
1: Absolutely.
0: No, it was like Ghostbusters was considered a kids movie it was a PG
1: no see I still find the beginning bit of Ghostbusters with the Liberian ghost terrifying
0: the bit in Ghostbusters used to creep me was the chair where all the arms come out of the chair and I mean it's slightly, oh yeah 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 it's slightly gone off now because you can clearly see one's grabbing some boobs
1: yeah
0: <laughs> which fair <laughs> play. I even noticed that yeah watch it one of them cop- really cops a feel it's like in Ghostbusters too, as well when you've got the, the, the two brothers
1: um, being electrocuted in, the, sub, in yeah. the subway. That used to freak me out because there was um, a news report or that oh, no, was in a newspaper that somebody took a photograph of so I think that's where the idea came from. Somebody took a photograph of, in a New York, in New York
0: subway. Of oh, his in, man, in, in, in the window. In, and in the window you could yeah. clearly see somebody Which they not. think now was a reflection that just got distorted. Yeah, or a billboard post or yeah. something, yeah. But well, it's like the whole uh, ghost in three men and a baby. Oh okay. not, it's a cut out of a kid.
1: Uh, was it I thought it was um I, I thought it was a stand in washing the windows or something.
0: No, it was a standee, like a cardboard cut out of a kid. Uh, okay. but everybody said it was the ghost of a kid who'd fallen out of that building yeah. in real life. Yeah, absolutely. It was debunked because it was kind of like, well no, that was a set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's clearly this cardboard cut-out. But I do like that. <laughs> it takes us back to like Strange but True on a Friday night on ITV <laughs> with the creepy ghost and alien stories. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ghost Watch. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, quality wise, the things hold up for you because there's I mean there's a lot more of it now. There's more superior movies. There's so much more comic book based TV, be it Arrow, Flash, Supergirl. Legends of Tomorrow
1: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D Agents
0: of S.H.I.E.L.D Gotham, Gotham Walking Dead I mean that's more the adult yeah. scale outcast that sort of thing Preacher mm, <laughs> sort of goes on Lucifer um, Riverdale the fucking thingy. Archie TV series yeah. yeah all the Marvel Ones Daredevil all that sort of thing although I don't consider them TV series because you sort of binge, they're designed to binge watch as one long thing rather mm. than episodic but it's is more better that uh, no,
1: right again I think going back to kind of nostalgia you know the, the things that used to get you quite excited when you were a kid included the fact and now you've said this before as well going down to the video shop yes you haven't got any of that anymore no. going down to the video shop and seeing that there's a new Robocop movie on the shelf that's it. Because
0: you had no internet to pre warn you. Yeah. Nobody and then, really bought magazines.
1: And then lifting, you know, looking at the case and looking at the back of the case and seeing the pictures and trying to work out what's going on in the movie because of the pictures. And you'd look at the pictures and you'd read the blurb on the back. Yeah. And that would have got be, it was, yeah you've got none of that anymore, have you? No.
0: Well, just the amount of shit you discovered just from going to the video shop mm. from like the Garbage Pale Kids movie. You'd never watch that now if you hadn't gone to a video shop and picked it I've up. i th- That was an example. Yeah. <laughs> or just those weird animated films that you'd watch. That I can't remember the names of any, but they just you, you know, it looked like a cartoon, so your parents would rent it just to keep you quiet.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That kind of thing. All these films that you don't remember the name of, but you've got vague recollection. So,
1: of is plots. it too accessible? Right? Even though there's a lot of
0: it, is it too accessible? I think it is. I think because this it's so easy to choose to a certain degree Mm. like it's like scrolling through Netflix looking for things it's not the same as being in a video shop
1: yeah and then then it also becomes more disposable and maybe it's more forgettable as well yeah
0: because you can just add it to your queue you know watch later
1: exactly you know and I mean I can't remember everything I've you know really got into I mean I do go through stages like TV series you know I'll watch this TV series and I'll be really into it like you know Parks and Rec
0: and 30 Rock the internet as well gears you up for what you want to see Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, there's a Turtles documentary I have to see that, I will find out where it is mm. it's not like going into the video shop in the days of old and be like oh shit, there's a Turtles documentary that's tonight sorted and it's that, and I think the way things are structured now episodic TV I kind of because everything's about the over-the-season arc Whereas, like in Lois and Clark, it was just a lot of standalone episodes. You'd occasionally have a loose thread that tied the series up together to mm-hmm. give you a finale. But now it's and it's so it's more like uh, like an enemy of the
1: episode, what was it called? like baddie it, of the Baddy of the day. series. Yeah,
0: instead of like you know monster of the week kind of yeah thing. It was you know this is this season's mm-hmm. arc. It's going to be Superman fighting Doomsday, and mm-hmm. this will be what we build up to. Which means you'll get a couple of episodes where it doesn't involve it which makes you wonder what the bad guy's doing for those episodes hmm. it's like this series of The Flash and Arrow they've had an over series art where there's been a villain and then it's at the very end of the last episode that's where it all gets resolved you're kind of like but you also had these and this villain was there why didn't he take this opportunity to take the fucker out and it's like and then you kind of get to drag the plot along you'll get smart people doing stupid things hmm. for the purposes of building drama and I kind of miss the old days like Knight Rider and the A-Team and Magnum where it was a story a week yeah absolutely it didn't matter if you missed an episode and it was nice and simple and you could drop in and out of it and it's just it's all sort of changed and arguably changed for the better yeah I think sometimes it. well let's look at it another way Star Wars for years for our entire childhood we had three Star Wars movies yeah and two Ewok movies and two cartoon series and a Christmas special, which nobody ever saw. <laughs> nobody saw it because um, it was never available to watch. We didn't have the internet then, kids. Mm. And nobody knew what a bootleg was. Really. <laughs> so not our age, well, unless except for that guy at the uh, Child at yeah. the uh, Gloucester The old, Gloucester
1: Comic-Con. Comic-Con. not the new one. No, <laughs> <more> <laughs> Oh no, not
0: that one. <laughs> <laughs> they have Orko, um, <laughs> but no, it's. It's, what the fuck was I saying yeah Star Wars you had those three movies mm-hmm. which nobody bought everybody just seemed to rent from the video shop yeah and like I say, you had the two Ewok movies and then you had the droid series and the Ewok series and that was it now then we got the prequels which do you think because everybody was so because all we had was that we knew there was a backstory with Darth Vader from those three films Everybody built that up in their mind. The prequels were never going to live up to the story you created in your mind. Mm. And now we're getting a Star Wars film a year through Disney. Mm. Is that too much? Yeah, well, yeah, it is. It, absolutely, it is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, on the one hand, um, yeah, more Star Wars.
1: Yeah, but again, it's it's making it. You know,
0: less is more, isn't it? And it's, we also had three films that made a story. Yeah that stood alone as a story we'll write The Empire Strikes Back ends episodically yeah New Hope has a definite end if they'd never made another one it would have been a cool standalone sci-fi movie but now we've got a new trilogy when that trilogy ends are we going to jump straight into the next trilogy Well, we're going to have a it's it's going to become a universe isn't it it is
1: of course it is it's it's already beginning to come into a new universe with these spin-off movies.
0: I'd almost Wouldn't mind, I think it would benefit from like a a 15 year gap between trilogies. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. It's not, because it's a cash gap. Of course it is. But it's just, does it, it, I mean, it's never going to alter how special those original three were, or how special the prequels were to an entirely different generation, and to the generation that came after the prequels generation, of how special a Force Awakens Mm. trilogy is going to be to them. I mean to them Star Wars is going to be something completely different it's not going to be what it was for us it's not going to be what it was for the prequel kids because for one they don't have to wait three years between each bloody film <laughs> I mean we were lucky with the original trilogy but by the time we were old enough to start watching them we had all three films in the video shop anyway mm-hmm. but but yeah it's it's a and Marvel movies we get what three Marvel movies a year now good, generally yeah. two or three yeah whereas, again, it was Batman then we had to wait three years for Batman Returns then we had to wait three years for Batman Forever then we had to wait two years for Batman and Robin and that showed <laughs> <laughs> but but then on the other hand the Bond films, where we've got one every other year up to 89 and now we have to wait seemingly years mm. between, which doesn't do anything for you because you're not a Bond fan no. but and it kind of suffers a little bit because they seem to be there's so much pressure on a film to perform and be part of something bigger gone are the days where they could sort of like put out a mediocreish Bond film and be like there's another one coming in two years though and people will flock to it and unless you severely burn your audience sticker books sticker books
1: that's another thing that they don't, you don't get anymore that is another thing that used to
0: help you. You do get sticker books, but they're not the same, and they churn them out so fast now that. You
1: what for? Actually, for movie releases,
0: as well not, to. Not like, as football. huge. Like, Jack's got a Harry Potter, Fantastic Beast sticker book. Okay. There was a Batman one that wasn't specifically tied into Batman, v Superman. It mainly seems to be for kids stuff, so like a Peppa Pig one or a Paw Patrol one. Yeah, but I mean, I remember. But it's not the same as us, like the Return of the Jedi sticker book.
1: Yeah, I remember having a Black Cauldron sticker book.
0: Amazing. That's the first film I ever saw. Was in the movie. Yeah,
1: and honestly, and I, I remember how exciting he would be. Like, you know, if, you, if your mum went to do the shopping... Yeah. When you look
0: back on it, back. you only realise you ever got, like, three packs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, nobody ever finished the sticker book unless no. you were that rich kid whose parents just bought a box of stickers as soon as it came out.
1: Uh, no, abs- absolutely. Um, but it was such a, a, an amazing thing to have one pack of stickers with seven stickers in it and You'd go home and... and you'd have carefully to
0: try and carefully... stick it in the book and yeah. then you fuck but it up. Even, and even
1: just... opening the, pack of the packets... Yeah. You'd have to be so careful because it was made of paper and the stickers were made of paper. You yeah. rip stickers, you'd want the written stickers, you have to tear it off, and then you open up, and then you'd look and, oh, I've got this one, oh, I've, done one. I've got that one, oh, I need this one, need this
0: need one. quite to like 7p a pack of
1: stickers. Literally, you'd send and then you'd have the silver glittery ones so that you yeah. very quickly as soon as you open the packet, you'd spread them to see if yeah, you'd for your, your specials. Yeah, your specials, silvers. And then try to swap
0: them. The big one I remember of those, I remember having the Return of the Jedi one, I'm sure I had like a Transformer or something, but the big thing I remember was the Batman 89 cards. For the t- first Tim Burton Oh my movie. word,
1: absolutely. They, were, they pop. They yeah, were, they were, were were on the right a, you have got
0: a right Yeah, bubblegum in there. Yes,
1: you, a stick of bubblegum. Yep. Yeah. Oh my word,
0: yeah. That was the big trading thing. And they had little captions I mean, on the front. Before that, they? it was the neighbours' trading cards, which <laughs> were huge in my primary school. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody had to have a Jason Donovan. <laughs> it was just a thing
1: oh, you weren't
0: anybody in that school unless you had the Jason Donovan card uh,
1: uh, because usually I mean I remember because I had the Batman there, the cards as well but I hadn't seen the movie before so I said so easily
0: because I was building the, exactly. like, what the movie was from exactly. the pictures on the cards yeah. that was how I built the story and I remember I got the
1: Batwing one I was like oh my god that's amazing because there
0: was something you sort of hit an age where stickers seemed very childish it was all about the trading cards now yeah which also came with stickers you yeah. used to get six cards and a sticker or five cards and a sticker. And there were usually ten stickers to collect that you had nothing to stick to. I think you could occasionally sometimes you could send away for a poster. Mm.
1: And um And of course then you had also had breakfast area as well. Breakfast in- That was another way to tell you of- what I got oh, a in the movie.
0: Do you remember when PG Tips did the Ninja Turtles cards?
1: Oh my God. Are these old school? Yeah. I bought them off
0: of eBay It still
1: smells of tea <laughs> that's,
0: that's the marijuana Oh right Okay <laughs> But And I bought the Separately The album That you could stick them in oh, Incredible But I was just looking at Ninja Turtle stuff on eBay And they just came up And I was like fuck Gotta buy them I didn't know Rocksteady had a quiff He isn't rock steady That's not rock steady No It's like a hippo Thing I can't remember what it was The thing from Dimension X Kind of thing A hippie hippo The hippie hippos Hail from the planet Hippo uh, Hippo hippo Some fucking serious Right went into this But I had this as a kid And obviously As you grow old You lose all this shit Mmm But the artwork on it's really nice It's got a really nice Old school Yeah But yeah, so sort of collecting shit like that as well. (laughs) But yeah, visual aids good
1: for audio. (laughs) Absolutely is yeah. Okay, okay. So geeky subjects. Subjects Leo gets them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, Leo, whatever Leo wants, Leo gets. Okay, 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 okay. Um. Geeky subjects Subjects that you are Quite passionate about That may Probably have nothing to do With comic books Or movies Because I know movies Will be one of your main ones
0: Fuck I'm out Lego Lego That's something I've got into Late doesn't matter It's are still quite passionate I mean because when we were kids Lego wasn't so much sets
1: it was something that you're, you're, you, you would a get a of bricks of... that had
0: pictures of like a house on it or something and build.
1: on the back would be pictures of other things you could build from and and Don't get sets, that particular set the
0: big set you had a gatefold box oh yeah that and then it was a, it was a picture on the gatefold and then you opened it up and it was a see-through Box and you could see the little compartments of all the different bricks. Beautiful boxes you don't get anymore either. No, they cost a fucking fortune. I,
1: think. I know, like the like, um, uh, Transformers. You know, you always just lift a god toys your to Yeah. Like, lift the gate of a box, take the toy, and then you had the the really cool. I can't remember the name of the bloody artist. it's really called diorama and the, like the, the, usually the, there was one of um, oh. Octopus Prime flying flying in space.
0: Yeah, or it was the classic Autobots versus Decepticons big yeah, picture. On it? That,
1: yeah, in space, or whatever. It was. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it was similar to the one they used for the poster for the.
1: I knew a story about
0: that. I, just, I can't remember what it was now.
1: So, so, again, I
0: Andrew don't, oh, Okay, <laughs> but
1: um, so coming in non-movies, non-comics, geeky things. Some you, you know, you 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 could almost have a mastermind subject about.
0: I I don't know. Music. Music. it? Is. Sting. <laughs> Sting. Sting. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for that. Sting. 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 <laughs> pre-loot Sting I mean (laughs) there's a clear differentiation here before the fucker picked up a loot and pretty much made it difficult for me to justify liking Sting at all and I'm more a Springsteen fan there Um, it is all sort of connected to movies and I mean even the Lego I buy is connected to movies or comics Mm -hmm. but movies is always your massive massive thing though wasn't it yeah movies and comics have always been my thing yeah Um, I sort of as most comic book fans do, hit a certain age where I swayed more towards the movies than the comics, and sort of tried to put the
1: yeah
0: you know, all my comics were in a box in the bottom of the wardrobe, and a girlfriend to come over and open the wardrobe. She's like, "What's in that box?" She'd be like, it's porn. It's porn. It's nothing. It's porn. It's porn. Don't look. Because right. that was you less you never had girlfriends. I had girlfriends. <laughs> um, in <hit> my mind. <laughs> um. But yeah. So it's always been that sort of thing like I say Lego I got into like I wish I'd got into Lego earlier because there mm. were some great sets I missed out on but and toys I always like toys even at that age where I shouldn't have liked toys
1: yeah absolutely no
0: they look cool on show. it's like I know people have a problem with Funko Pops I quite like Funko Pops mm. partly because they're a cheaper way of buying a figure of because have you seen how much figures are on now? they're like 15 quid they really are absolutely at the cheapest as even people like us it's not it like is. kids anymore it's not no but yeah because they're too complicated for kids to play with yeah. try transforming a recent Transformer they're crap
1: or, you can't I've got one Transformer you can't <laughs> Transform it without breaking a bit off
0: it's yeah I mean I always think the it's whole thing about Transformer. transformers. I don't know if your dad was like my dad but it was kind of like don't worry about this I will transform this into a robot for you there you go it's a plane thing <laughs> but dad it's meant to be a truck it's a plane thing alright fine thanks we yeah, had the instructions you have to memorise the instructions but you look at them now I don't know if you've ever gone back to an old transformer they're so simple to transform compared to the new ones yeah. Jack's got an Optimus Prime mm-hmm. thing that it's like you have to fold it in on itself and then fold it again and then sort of bend it and fold it again and it's kind of like what the fuck did you it want to be a really really
1: good good game if you were blindfolded and given a random 1980s transformer <laughs> and you had to a name it and b transform it wouldn't that, wouldn't that be fantastic a
0: bit like you're a soldier with a rifle
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah exactly you know this is my rifle this is my gun kind of thing so, You yeah, would be awesome you you can you got do got it. megatron yeah absolutely but I reckon I could do I could do Optimus Prime like that cause I, I probably
0: could because Optimus Prime was you fold, fold, the legs up, fold the feet
1: yeah and then the the, the arms, arms folded, folded and in clicked into the body and became the headlights
0: that's right and then there was a the bit back, tucked the, around the back, the back of the, it yeah. the, the exhaust ports kind of popped back in the, yeah, the, and then
1: you folded his legs back and then the, the feet kind of came back well the
0: top of his arms were the back of the truck that's it. cap were not they? Yeah. And then the bottom bit, so what folded in became the head headlights. headlights. And you he took the you took the the hands out. You took the hands out, and you could put them in the thing on the back. That's it. And the head folded down as well. And That's underneath it. the head was the
1: hologram. I don't think you get the holograms anymore, do you? Yeah, the well, heat thing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What if you think, do?
0: You still get those? I honestly, don't, I don't think so. No. no. Where you, it would reveal well. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder if Optimus Prime is an Autobot. Having never seen this cartoon <laughs> yeah. series that I've got the toy of, but. <laughs> but I remember getting I never had Optimus Prime I had Ultra Magnus uh, like, I had
1: Ultra Magnus I remember too. the birthday I got the Ultra Magnus the white
0: Optimus Prime and my brother wanted to play with it I was like well no you can't play with the big Ultra Magnus that's mine I've just got him but you can play with the small white one <laughs> Not forgetting one. That it's <laughs> the bit that folds up <laughs> into it to yeah. make the body of Ultra Magnus <laughs> so I was kind of I need that bit back so I said you can play with it here you can play with this other one I got <laughs> <laughs> I've always felt really mean <laughs> telling my brother who could play with it and then taking it straight back off him <laughs> but
1: Right, so so subjects I've been kind of geeky of over Stellan in various bits. Red Dwarf is a big one. Yeah, Massive low. at one point, massively into Red Dwarf. Red
0: Dwarf I got into because of you and one of our friends at school. Yeah, who grew up to be a complete arsehat. But <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so uh, yeah, Red Dwarf was heavily into. I was also into Stellan very much into Alice Cooper. Yes, not so. I mention very often in polite company, <laughs> but very hard. I've seen him, what seven, eight times now, and I've you know, I've so massively, you know, um,
0: into the coop. We well, um, love the coop. He was in a great episode of Monk as well. Was he really? Yeah, but you kind of have to watch the whole episode for the short Alice Cooper payoff for it <laughs> to work.
1: Um, no, absolutely fantastic. Um, also heavily into Formula One. Which, again, going back it's a sport, am I geeky about it, or am I a jock? (laughs) Well, then, could you argue that you're a nerd for art? That was also on my list. Ah, see. Because it's something I'm very passionate about as well. Yeah, absolutely.
0: See, I'm passionate about drawing, but I'm not a nerd for it.
1: Yeah. But isn't a nerd something that you know a lot about? And is art the same thing? Because I don't know a lot about the history of art and stuff. However... But you There's know a lot of techniques
0: lot. and. There's something I do a lot. The the equipment tools.
1: As long as it's a pencil or a or a computer.
0: <laughs> do you know the difference between a 4B and a HB? Um, yeah, they've got little numbers on the side. Ah, shit, I thought it was like something to do with the nibs, but. <laughs> but no, I I mean, yeah, I mean, life really is empty now. Mm-hmm. My wife and kids. I'm passionate about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a family geek. Damn it. <laughs> He's a family geek. <laughs> um, That's right. I bite the heads off live chickens, <laughs> but only if they're a family. Because um, that what? is the def- dictionary definition of a geek: somebody who bit the heads off live chickens in a circus. Ah, wasn't there a, an American cartoon character
1: called Oh shit! No, what was it? No, it was it was it a character or was it a song? No, I'm thinking of Gumby. But it's not not going on about. There's something else we didn't mention on the last podcast. Was um, um don't whisper? Wallace I didn't because, because we can ah, yeah, the, the, that the we're, we're, we're filming these two podcasts
0: separately separately so on different dates. So in between recording the last one, obviously Peter Sallis died. Peter,
1: oh, of course, yeah. Obviously in between in yeah, between in between.
0: So Peter, Peter Sellers died. But anyway, um, that's about that. Um, I am for the Wallace and Gromit side of it. The last of the Summer Wine well, thing brings it. back traumatic memories
1: yeah bath night
0: (laughs) but I didn't realise that he'd not been the voice of Gromit for the last couple of things that was sorry Uh, no he wasn't it wasn't him in the movie and I don't think it was him in A Matter of Loaf and Death I didn't know that I'm 99% sure that that's the case oh do you
1: know he invented the magnet as well did he
0: (laughs) (laughs) he invented the stick (laughs) (laughs) He reverse engineered the chocos
1: <laughs> he invented the chocos by removing the stick
0: <laughs> but, but yeah um i don't know. like I say it all sort of changed and it became cool yeah i absolutely there is a thing in my mind that if i sort of back to the future did it back to school night mm. you know or you know seventeen again did it where i became my a younger version of myself and was forced to go to school, I'd be a fucking god. All right But I did do a matter of loaf and death. Oh, it says he was in the Curse of the were Rabbit as well, but I'm sure that unless they credited him that it was a largely somebody else did the voice. I'm sure I read somewhere that it wasn't him him But anyway, yeah, we're sort of going off. (laughs) People look stuff up on. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the look at the big quiet live on. Yeah, no, terrible, isn't it? (laughs) On the laptop screen as we're recording this. Well, Uh, you know, what, like fifty podcasts in by this point. (laughs) Probably not that many. (laughs) But um,
1: I'm trying to work out this word I've written down here. It looks like liquor (laughs) or lighters, lighters.
0: Well, we were all geeks for lighters.
1: <laughs> Everyone's Star Wars... Iguanas? <laughs> well... No.
0: Wait, are you referring to your pet? Your recent acquisition?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have a new powerful um, um, chameleon, and he's awesome and a bit scared of me at the moment, I think, so he's still getting used to me.
0: I was watching the TV series Scorpion, and there was a bit of an island had a little green one like Pascal from... A yeah, I mean, tangled but yeah. like a tiny little one. I was, like I would love a little. Yeah, sort
1: of I had one of those. It died. Thanks for bringing back the memories. Cheers, mate. He was No, he wasn't. Was he not? Was when thing? I first got him, he
0: was tiny. Yeah. No, I won the stays <laughs> <laughs> tiny. My stays tiny. To be honest, it died a couple of weeks afterwards. Shocking. <laughs> and they let you have another.
1: <laughs> I know. You're a funky, eh? I know. This is after I didn't tell you that the the I'm not going to go into this, this. is bold for you guys, but one of them lost a leg. The one I was going to buy. Broke his shoulder, knew that I was going to collect it, committed bloody suicide, <laughs> so it broke it, it jumped, it fell off, broke his shoulder, and that was his leg got amputated.
0: Didn't your wife do something similar just before she was forced to marry you? Yeah. I mean, agreed to marry
1: you. <laughs> forced to. <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. Yes. Um, um, so, according to this list I've made, I'm also a fan of lighters. <laughs> or ligatures. <laughs> ah, ligatures.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't love a ligature? Yeah.
1: So yeah, uh, so everyone Star Wars art. Uh, I used to collect Star Wars figures back at college. You did. A, again, I remember. It was a it bit be, late.
0: You went down to the boot sale. Yeah, because it was Wednesday. just after the cusp of the special editions. Pretty much, wasn't it? It was so absolutely. It was, so it was the worst time to get back into Star Wars. Or 96.
1: And I had. I still got them out. I saw them. Was shitloads of. Don't them. you have a blue nosed? No, I got rid of them. I got I had a yak face. I recently I sold them a couple of years ago. Uh, and uh, for a lot, lot more yeah will will I to well, I, ask personal questions I, uh, I bought him in a car. <laughs> show uh, me your finances for 50p um, I sold him for 120 quid nice yeah it was, a, it was a, a figure that you could only get from a certain set in Canada yeah and it was I, I could yeah it was in a box I found him it's yeah. like it's like the
0: ultimate well actually the ultimate was the um, the person the who sold that there. to you you're gonna listen to this and be like fucking fucker <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> yeah,
1: the ultimate was like your blue snaggle turf, which is the Your blue
0: snaggle turf or your, or your fire end, with the fire, the fire it was only off. literally
1: two or three. Yeah. There was
0: that episode of Toy Hunter? Is that Yeah, what it where he found one. We found one, yeah. Again, that was a pro. I liked that for the nostalgia thing. The bit where I started to hate it was where I was kind of like, I've got this toy, I love this toy, I could make this much money from buying this toy. He kind of cheapened it for me, man. It was like it was all about the flipping. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't about the love of the toys. Hmm. I'd, I'd have much. I'd be much more interested. I think Mark Hamill does a series where he now where he goes around and looks at people's collections.
1: It's oh, like really? a web series. Hmm.
0: What Star Just people's collections, I think, hmm. and um, like toys and stuff. And that's much more interesting to me than this is how much I could sell this on for. having bought it for a steal. Hmm. And um, yeah, I. I don't know like I say nostalgia is a funny thing mm-hmm. you always think things were better but also there's a lot that's better now the quality of the money spent on films TV series comics even mm-hmm. I mean I do miss the days where you could buy a comic for 50 or 75p yeah
1: the Beano's are 25p do you know how much a Beano is nowadays no or do I
0: good I'm I've brought no, I think it's about 253 quid well it's like Jack always wants to buy the Phoenix which is like a kids small press kind of anthology comic but it's weekly All oh, like, right, it's like 4 quid a week where's that from Three you buy it in Smith in Waterstones I think Smith sell it I know oh, okay. a lot of comic shops sell it yeah but it's a really great comic but I just can't afford to buy mm. it for him on a weekly basis gone are the days of like 40p mm. and I even people going well oh, you know that was like the 80s 90s 40p now is like a fiver now and it's like, no it's not. <laughs> it's very much not. It's
1: again what we're saying about stickers, wasn't it?
0: You look at action figures when we were kids were like between three to five quid. Yeah. Your basic action figures like those now, I mean your action force were about two fifty, weren't they? Mm. They'd be around the five to seven quid mark now. Yeah. The five pound toys are about a ten now. I remember He Man used to be about four ninety nine. Yeah. So but comics just the increase the price increase from 50p up to they're about 4 or 5 quid now depending on the comic yeah I buying 4 comics in a comic shop I don't get much change from 20 quid now for 4 comics whereas before I could buy a fucking entire run for that and you know I know inflation I know it the demand for comics isn't as much as it was so you know you have to make your money somewhere but it's so expensive to be a comic book fan though yeah it really is and they churn them out so quickly it's like DC now a lot of them are two two a month mm. and I just I don't get time to read them gone are the days where I would buy a com- pile of comics in town go home and just spend the rest of my Saturday poring over them reading them drawing pictures from them Like gets in the way it does I mean I've got a stack of Green Lanterns that are about 15 years worth of Green Lanterns that I've still got to get around to <laughs> It's like one day I'll break a leg and then I can. <laughs> <get> <laughs> it's my, open. <laughs> get my wife to lug a heavy box of comics in and I'll start reading through it. <laughs> but it's just. It's like books. I don't get time to read books anymore. I just started reading the Jet Reacher books. I started mm. on the first one of those. I've mm. got a fair way into them, I did bother. Yeah. I quite like what I've read so far. They're, mm. they're very much airport books. Yeah, absolutely. they're very easy to pick up and put down uh, but but yeah so I think I mean the other good thing is that a lot of the things that we had when we were kids are now available like Batman animated series is available on DVD you can get all of it um, the old Transformers comics I collected there's a part work mm. they're all available in books it's like so the stuff hasn't gone away and it's More readily available,
1: yeah. Again, it's going back to what we were saying earlier
0: easier for a new generation to discover and look at it and go, This is fucking shit and goofy. It's like you look at some of the artwork in the old Marvel UK Transformers comics, yeah, these they look melty and wrong, (laughs) yeah. It's like, but as a kid, I loved it. I mean, the Transformers comics when we were kids were dark, yeah. One of the annuals, I distinctly remember this, it was pretty much all of the. Transformers have been wiped out the last mm. one was left was Starscream mm. he takes Megatron's cannon puts it on his arm Grimlock comes running at him he jams his, the cannon in Grimlock's mouth and fires it and the panel is Grimlock's mouth and just the back of his head and his upper body is getting blown <laughs> apart yeah. and it's like what
1: the fuck is this Grimlock
0: <laughs> it's like it's so fucking dramatic um, I, I wish I knew what which annual that was I'd love to look back at it now and see whether it was as traumatic as I remember it being as a kid you google it I wonder if it come up I've never thought to google it actually. Hang on.
1: keep talking um, keep them entertained
0: but yeah like the action force comics were dark as well they'd kill off characters in the comics and it was it was, was it like Marvel and DC where they would come back a week later I honestly don't because I never bought them on a regular enough basis to get the full story so it was quite possible it was a fake death in one issue and you know, it turned out he was alive all along, it was a fake, or it was a decoy, or the old Marvel life model decoy things to throw you off the scent of Nick Fury getting killed off, or something. (laughs) It wasn't really Nick, it was his life model decoy. Fair enough, what the fuck's a life model decoy? (laughs) Well, that was explained in this issue that you never bought. Um, But yeah, I mean... a lot of the stuff we loved as kids comes back yeah and even the stuff we didn't love as kids like Lethal Weapons back as a TV series
1: oh yeah that's supposed
0: to be quite good it's fantastic I thought I'd hate it because you know there's only one Martin Riggs but there isn't there's two and you know they've sort of done that thing where they've taken what worked and they've built on it and created their own thing and they've not shit all over the original either and it's kind of I suppose but that's the people like us who grew up on it who were
1: I don't think I found it I I don't
0: think so it was a very dark bleak thing what did you do Google Starscream killing Grimlock that's
1: exactly what I did
0: but but I mean it's all sorry carry on. it's all being reinvented or readily available to I mean the advent of Blu-ray DVD is fantastic mm-hmm. for them. finding shit you forgot about
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: it's like I own the entire series of Lois and Clark because it's available on DVD it was never available when I was a kid you have to tape it all off the telly I had VHS tapes filled with it do you used to, yeah kind of pausing the, the the adverts and stuff no it wasn't adverts it was BBC, Ponds, oh, so it was I was BBC One was it? Superboy was on ITV yeah, yeah. But, but yeah it's it's all still there I said on the last one when we talked about kids cartoons well not the last one the one before when we talked about kids cartoons you know the going back it's not quite the same being able to sit down and watch it on DVD as it was watching it no Saturday morning I don't I've binge watch a cartoon like that I have done the, the Spider-Man X-Men Batman animated series i binge watched all of those yeah um, i tried to binge watch I'm still going kind of going through uh, Rebels which is a good example of more Star Wars that is really good yeah that's true yeah so sometimes more is good (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I don't know I mean let's round it off then with do you think we're going to hit a saturation point again I mean we sort of lived through two saturation points where the Batman films yeah kind of killed the comic book movie certainly killed the Batman movies with Batman and Robin yeah um we yeah, sort of hitched there, a saturation point with comics. There's
1: gonna be a new trend, isn't there? There's gonna be a, this trends this trend's been going on a long time it will come to some kind of end at some point. Um I think there's just a
0: few more years to go. I think there is I think if Marvel are clever and keep reinventing themselves every yeah. so often, they they seem to bring a formula to death and then reinvent. It's like everything seems to be moving more towards the Guardian style of it's like you look at the new typeface for Thor Ragnarok, absolutely, very, yeah. It all seems to be going in that sort of direction, which is a reinvention.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's nice, and um, I think it can sustain itself and run. Whether it runs with the consistency it is of, you know, three films a year, or whether it drops down to one film a year and then one film every couple of years, or mm-hmm. well, I mean, comics lends itself to that kind of filming or ideally a TV series because the comics are episodic by nature do a successful arc but then they don't put the money into TV to do the arcs the way but it could But um, I don't know I think I quite like to see things dumbed down a little bit again I like the loose interconnecting yeah, of okay. the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. the overriding arcs in TV series are gonna co- I mean The Flash, the first series of The Flash is one of the best TV shows I've ever seen mm. and it's gradually gone downhill through repetition and smart people doing stupid things so I'd quite like to see the dumbing down of, you know, the episode a week, villain of the week kind mm. of TV coming back you with know, a the, used, the with a thread that runs it together for yeah. the season that you gradually build up to. But but yeah, I think I think it's better. I miss I miss our time, but that's more for the impact it had on us. Yeah, how it shaped fair. us, how we grew. It and it's different as well if we were this age then we probably wouldn't be Christ it's me. like our parents there was nothing sort of childish about them they do funny stuff And
1: I used to like listening to my mum talking about Muffin the Mule and stuff like that yeah um, which was one of her boyfriends
0: I think <laughs> well I mean who didn't go out with Muffin the Mule yeah. I'd be like Muffin the Mule <laughs> he was a legend around these <laughs> parts yeah but yeah, sort of. So, sort of last thoughts for you? As we um, sort of wrap it up.
1: I, I think. Yeah, I think being a geek is cool nowadays. But we were like, we we're old school, mate. We were, you know, we were back in the day when it wasn't so cool. We were, we were there,
0: man. They yeah, there. we were there. Well, I think we had so little of it. It'd be interesting when my kids are sort of. I think we had to discover it ourselves older yeah and they don't anymore well you had a limited choice as well so you did discover things yeah you had two channels showing kids cartoons so you were forced to watch
1: yeah
0: absolutely if you were a kid now and you know you had the choices of cartoons that you could watch you probably wouldn't watch teabag or things like that you'd have I probably would watch T. Well, all right. For an example, or you know, you might not have watched Danger Mouse. You might have been like, "Yeah, Transformers is on," because <laughs> <laughs> it's also readily available now. Yeah, that's very true. And if you miss it, you can just download it on your Skybox yeah, and not watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but like I say, I think it'd be interesting to see how, what the you know, twenty-five years time, mm. what the choice is like then. Whether it's all gone back to. Might be like my kids' generations are like. I miss the way my dad used to talk about his stuff was. Then they get into power and they just fucking wipe the slate clean. And- Say <laughs> so, you know what? Let's talk about it again. Twenty-five years
1: time. Let's go yeah, cool. to it in another podcast. in <laughs> Twenty-five years time. Fuck. There might be podcasts then.
0: That's true. be weird. <laughs> Trump will have killed us all. And on that though. And on that though. <laughs> uh, cheers for listening and we will be Thank back you. next again with some more nerd news in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So hopefully some uh, cool overlap we can actually talk about. Yeah, because it's been really slow. Yeah. Really, really slow. So um, yeah, cheers, thanks for listening, and we'll you'll hear us again soon. Cheers guys. Cheers, bye. Okay. Test 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 test. Testicles. Testicles, testicles, testicles. Test daily. <laughs>